Blog Talk Radio. Yes. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are now listening to SpeedRadio.com. Uh, today is July 7th, and it's really hot outside, man. It's too hot. But anyway, we have uh, Stephanie Humphrey calling in today. Um, she's a television host, model, um, and she has a lot of different things going on, man. We're going to talk to her. She's also uh, She was also an engineer who actually um, <clears throat> changed careers to get into television and stuff like that, So, which is pretty interesting. Um, I'm going to get into some music while we're waiting for her to call in, and um, we got a lot of new music for you. Um, uh, let's see. Maybe this is her right here. Hold on one second. You're on the line with Spade Radio. Who's in the building? Yeah, what's good, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, this is Hakeem Day from Chicago. Hey, Hakeem, what's going on? Uh, nothing much, just calling in. Oh, okay, that's what's up, man. Um, I was just saying that we have uh, Stephanie Humphrey calling in. We're just waiting for her um, to get on the line. And um, I got some new music here that I was probably going to get into while we was waiting. Um, got some new Rick Ross. Have you heard the new Rick Ross? Um, the new Rick Ross music with uh, Kanye no, West? Oh, okay. I haven't heard Okay, cool. So he has this joint with Kanye West called Live Fast and Die Young. Uh, let's get into it. And I want to show you how you all look like beautiful stars tonight. Go ahead and just pose 
But she walks up out the dressing room and stores just froze. And I know they try and get their cool back. And I'm ghetto looking power now you do that. Uh, so they could never say we never lived it. And if I see Biggie tonight, I love Debbie Minnie. Living like this for the rest of our lives. Well, we're gonna be living Long enough to keep a thick swamp. When I add, is enormous. Abs abnormal and tans in the morning on sands in California. Seems like we getting money for the wrong things. Look around, Maserati for the whole team. Look at Haiti, children dying round the clock. I sent a hundred grand, but that's a decent watch. I'm getting better because it would have least drop. I'ma get my money right, just watch me. She had a miscarriage, I couldn't cry it out. Cause you and I know she was only my side. What? Uh, I got him catching them mean shots. Trying to pull my feet on me, stop the freeze up. See the link singing, just think Jesus. I'm hot till the day of day freezes. Yeah, yeah, that's um, Live Fast, Die Young, Rick Ross featuring Kanye West. I also think that was produced by Kanye West, too, man. So, um, Hakeem, man, what's going on? How's everything? Man, everything is good in my way. Oh, yeah? So, what's the weather like out there in Chicago, man? In New York, it's, like, super hot man, right now. Oh, it's it's basically the same. It's, it's, re- it's really hot out here right now. I mean, I'm I'm in the house trying to live it up with the fan and the, and the air conditioning. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you, that's how you gotta do it, man. You gotta have the AC and the fan. You can't just have the AC. It's not enough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no doubt, man. But um, for the people out there, Spade Radio, man, we got my boy Hakeem in the building from Chicago. Um, you also have a radio show too, right? Maybe you can tell them about that a little bit. Oh yeah, well, um, we're doing a show called uh, Let's Talk About It. Mm-hmm. And um, it'll be on, on Blog Talk as well and syndicated also on a few other stations. But, you know, we're basically going to have, like, you know, a typical platform where people can ba- basically es- express what's going on with them at that particular moment in time. And so many issues to address at once. Sometimes, you know, callers just want to call and talk about whatever they're dealing with, whether it's in their household or, or something that they might be you know thinking about online or somebody wants to be a critic about something that's going on in the news and the headlines so that's like an opportunity a platform for people to talk about stuff like that and of course you guys are actually going to be on with us for the first show which we are excited about that definitely definitely and that's um later on today right or no that's um on the 8th on the 8th on the 28th oh on the 28th okay all right yeah i gotta make sure I gotta make sure I have that on the calendar. <laughs> and we basically talking about branding, branding like branding your companies and, and and you know the the process of branding. And I know you guys have done a, a an excellent job at establishing your brand. Most definitely. Already. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So Man, I want 20... people to kind of sit back and take notes on how how you guys do what you do and, and to to really learn, you know, how to yeah. how to progress at whatever it is they're trying to do. Yeah, 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 because there's a lot of people that have, um, we've had a lot of people call into our show, and they have shows on Blog Talk, and they're like, well, wow, how can we get, you know, like hundreds of thousands of listeners like you guys have, you know? And, um, and, and you know, I tell them, you know, all the time, you, you know, they have to, you know, be consistent. You know, that's one of the things that they have to do. Um, you know, even though it's a, you know, people think like, oh, it's a block talk radio show, you know, anybody can have one, but it's not that. It's not that. It's what you do with it. Anybody can go to college and get a degree, but not everybody is successful. Exactly. You know, so it depends on what you do with it, you know, and it's a platform that's, it's a, it's an incredible platform that's given to people, but, you know, just because you have the platform doesn't mean you know how to use it. Exactly. You know, so um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we get calls from people all the time, man, saying like, "Wow, you know, we, you know, we, they, they, 
our show gets featured all the time because we always have great guests on and we always have interesting people on and you know um you know we have hundreds of thousands of views uh on our show and you know um it, it's it's just consistency man and you know so everybody that's listening man anybody could have a successful show you know what i mean and you can get checks in the mail for just calling people up, man. You just got to be consistent, and you got to, you know, you got to work at it, you know. And that's, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. But, yeah, man, um, Stephanie Humphrey's supposed to be calling in. I hope she didn't forget. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to email her right now, <laughs> and we're going to get into some music, um, some more. I actually have a new, another Rick Ross song. Um, Aston Martin Music featuring Drake. The new one is hot. Uh, I'm going to get into that while, while I'm emailing Miss Stephanie. All right. <laughs> Humphrey, how are you? Hi, how you doing? I'm good. I am. So I have to apologize to you and your listeners for calling in late. I I started doing something at the house and then I didn't realize the time and then I couldn't find the number. I'm just like <laughs> discreet. So I just found the email with the phone number and uh, and we're good. I, I I am so sorry. It's so not like me. Such a bad first impression, but hopefully I, I can. Make up for it uh, by being engaging and charming and witty, and and give your listeners something to to think about. So exactly, you didn't want to disappoint all the guys that was waiting to hear a, a beautiful, intelligent lady on the line. <laughs> well, I hope I hope I hope I don't disappoint. I I am just gonna be apologizing for the whole interview, so just get prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no problem. Uh, Hakeem is on the line also from Chicago. Yeah, how you doing, Miss Humphrey? Good, how are you? Doing excellent, enjoying the Chicago weather right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you I don't think you guys have it as bad as us just yet. But oh. I, I heard it was I heard it was coming that way though. Oh. <laughs> so um this uh Humph- um what should I just call you? Can I call you Steph? No. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So you in Philly right now? I'm sorry? Are you in Philly right now? Are you in Philadelphia? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, so for for, for those um that may, may not have seen, you know, uh, the, the ads and the information about you, um, you, you used to be an electrical engineer, if I'm not mistaken, right? 
Yes. Well, I was a systems engineer. My undergraduate degree is in uh, electrical engineering, and uh, oh. I was working as a systems engineer for Lockheed Martin. Okay. And you basically just quit for to go into the entertainment industry. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as simple as that. There was definitely a plan involved. Um, but, but yeah, once I decided that, you know, I wanted to go in a different direction, you know, I was, I was out. Life was short, you know. <laughs> wow. So what, what gave you that ent- entertainment bug, the one of, you know, to be on uh, in front of the camera? It was just one of those things. Uh, a friend of mine asked me to be in a fashion show a few years uh-huh. back, and uh-huh. I just, did it as a favor. I said it would be fun, you know, go walk her little runway or whatever. And there just happened to be a woman there that had an agency. And she said, it you model professionally? I'm like, no, I'm an engineer. What are you talking about? Who wants to be a model? And she said, well, you should think about it. You know, you were really good, and I think you could get work. And that was the little seed that got planted. And, you know, I just kept it in mind and, and started doing some research and looking into it and, and uh, and then started working here and there. It was really part-time for a long time. And then things started picking up, and I was like, you know, I really, really like this. And if I'm going to do anything, you know, you get to that point where you kind of got to, you know, put up or shut up. And if yeah. I wanted to do, you know, be successful and, and actually make this a career, then I had to treat it as such. And that yeah. meant, you know, focusing 100% and, and getting out here and, and grinding. Wow. So, what was some of your first um, what was your first like you would consider to be like a major job? I know that you've done a lot of stuff with Philly Television, and um, so uh, what was your first job that you would consider to be on that you know that major level? Um, what would I consider my first major? Well, I guess any any of the commercials I had done here, like when I when I first saw myself on TV, you know, I thought I was doing big things, even though it was. Strictly local, <laughs> um, but uh, but I would I guess on a on a on a bigger scale I, I started doing uh, QVC about six years ago. I model for QVC, the the national um, home shopping channel. So that was kind of pretty much you know what launched I got like launched me for lack of a better word. But that was like my first kind of national um, gig. So I kind of thought okay. I was a big deal at that point. <laughs> <laughs> little, little did I know, I still got, you know, I still got a little ways to go. But you know, but I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Definitely, definitely. So, um, you, you also work as like a co-host for the, uh, like the news, uh, the Philly News, right? I, yeah, I still am doing on-air traffic reporting. I'm, I'm the person in the morning that is, you know, on your TV telling you what's backed up and. Don't take this road because you're going to be sitting in traffic and, you know, go this way, accidents and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I do that as well. Okay. Um, is it, people go to school for, for that. Um, do, you find it, do you find that difficult or, you know, because, uh, I mean, there's a specific, like, you Not know, like. really. Tra- traffic's a little different than just mm-hmm. straight journalism. Um, the only thing I find challenging is the fact that people don't tend to take you seriously if you don't have a journalism background. Um, I trained for four months, you know, before I got on air and, you know, really worked my way up. And and traffic is something that you kind of just can do or you can't do because it's not a matter of, you know, teleprompter or anything. You just really have to be able to be comfortable in front of a camera and be able to tell a story because you don't have anything. You have a couple notes, you know, that let you know you know, where an accident might be, an intersection or or something like that, but you really are just up there on your own, and you have to kind of make the story flow, you know, for a minute and a half. So it's something that anybody would have to practice, whether they had a journalism degree or not. So that wasn't something that was required for that particular job. Um, Uh But it it does get challenging. Like I said, you know, I'm always in the new director's face lobbying to do other things, and I, I think because I don't have that straight journalism background, he looks at me a little sideways, but I'm like, dude, I'm an engineer. Come on. I, 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 if I can do that, I think I can, you know, write a story. And I've done that on different shows. Um, I've been a correspondent on a uh, lifestyle program on, on a show in Philly last year, and I'm doing entertainment corresponding for uh, rollingout.com right now. So, you know, I've done that, and, and it's, just, it's just tough breaking the news, so that's why I'm kind of looking at some different avenues um, besides just straight news. Okay. All right. So um, I know that you've done a lot of interviews yourself, 
Who was um, the most inter- interesting person that um, you interviewed? Um, I had a really good time talking to Common. I just did the press junket for uh, Just Right when that movie came out, so I, I got a chance to talk to him and Queen Latifah. And only because he actually, I graduated from Florida A&M, any rattlers out there, holla at your girl, um, undergrad. <laughs> so he actually went there for a couple years as well. So that was like the first thing out of my mouth, you know, when I walked into the to the interview room. And, and that just broke the ice immediately. And, and we just kicked it like and chopped it up like we had known each other for forever. So that was a really, really fun interview. And, you know, he was really down to earth and, and just a cool dude. So I think yeah. that was that. And, and I actually got to interview Luke um, last month as well. That was that was kind of a big deal for me. I'm a big big Luke fan. <laughs> I was at the uh, the VH1 Hip Hop Honors on the red carpet, and and uh, and he was real cool too. So that was that was fun. Oh wow! Um, on the on the red carpet, so he must have talked to a lot of people that day. Yeah, yeah, they were just coming down the line, and I you know, and I had I had it in my head when I got there. I was like, look, if I don't talk to nobody else got to talk to Luke. I mean, this is, you know, they were honoring the Dirty South, you know, nobody else epitomizes that better than him. And, you know, he kind of changed the way I look at down South music because I, you know, went to school down there, but I wasn't from there. So I kind of had a, a different attitude mindset when I first, you know, my freshman year in college, but just listening to his music was kind of what brought me around. And, you know, you get in those parties and you start hearing that beat, you just got to start dropping it. And, and the rest is, is history. <laughs> so I had to definitely <laughs> holler at him and, and thank him for that as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Definitely. Uh, yeah, shout out to Luke, man. Um, I think we all fans of Luke. He's, he's a, he's a uh, hip-hop historian, man. He's like one of the, one of the forefathers. <laughs> Absolutely. I know we all got our little stories. People don't like, you know, maybe not like to admit it or not, but I think we've all been in a party or two when, when Doo Brown came on and, and you know, God went wild. So, God give Luke his props. Wow, definitely, man. Shout out to Luke, and um, I hear he's putting the group back together. They were supposed to do a tour or something like that. Ah, that sucks. Yeah, I see, yeah. I see that. <laughs> but um, I, I also was uh seeing that you're into working out and stuff like that. Me, um, uh, I, I was uh, a certified trainer before, so um. So you so you do a lot of uh, working out and stuff like that? I do. That was actually going to be my exit strategy because I think I was always looking for something to get me out of corporate America, something to get uh-huh. me from behind a desk. And I actually was certified at one point in group fitness instruction. So I taught um, like aerobics and kickboxing and, and different stuff like that around the area. And that was kind of going to be my out at the time. I was like, I'll use fitness. You know, and I was going to get a uh, personal training certification. I wanted to open up a gym. I was like, I'm going to be the Black Lucille Roberts and franchise. And, you know, and that was like the whole thing. But um, the modeling thing kind of came up fast and furious right at that same time. And uh, so I kind of, you know, went to the left. But I think at some point my career will probably take me back to that. I mean, I still work out, you know, I was at the gym today. I still work out, you know, three or five times a week. And, um, you know, and I, and I think there are some definite um, issues surrounding black women in working out that I would love to address on a, on, a, on a national level. And so I think at some point, you know, part of, part of my brand probably will, will come back around to, to some type of fitness. Uh, okay. Eventually, yeah. Okay. So um, you said you were planning your way out. So it sounded like you really wasn't happy as a – uh, engineer, like um, you, is that is is that the reason why you changed? Because you really just wasn't happy. I can't say I wasn't happy as an engineer. Um, <laughs> all engineers do is solve, is solve problems. Um, you know, you can apply that training to any kind of problem. I yeah. wasn't happy with the corporate America structure. <laughs> Um, okay. You know, just the whole politics and 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 you know, 1.8 percent raises every year it just it just it just didn't seem worth it i didn't see where you know what i was doing was going to really get me anything i mean granted i was getting a good paycheck and making a comfortable living and taking vacations every year and doing that kind of thing and i and i definitely you know can't front on on the lifestyle it afforded me but yeah. like ultimately i guess i didn't really see where that was 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 going to get me because I wasn't yeah. that interested in going into middle management and, and trying to climb that ladder and, you know, and like I said, just playing that game and, 
it was just it was just getting to be too much, you know, dragging yourself yeah. into a cubicle every day and in a room with no windows and as you say, it was just like this can't be all there is to life, you know, and I just kinda had that, that moment and and so I started looking for something else. Oh, okay. All right. It sounds you know, it's understandable when you put it like that. <laughs> so, um, tell us about your your show style tips that you have. Well, that was something I had worked on uh, a little while ago. I had I wanted to get uh, it kind of came about because I wanted to get some stuff done for free. Basically, um, <laughs> I was looking to get a demo reel done, and you know, if you don't know somebody, that could be a, a really expensive thing to to do. And a friend of my brother suggested that I look into um, local access television because they will usually let you use their equipment for free and, you know, you can you can go in there and kind of help them out, maybe answer some phones a couple of days a week or whatever, and then you can use their stuff. So that was my motivation. But when I found that station, I, I uh, found out they were actually looking for content as well. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, you know, if I get a chance to produce and, and host and, and just do my own thing and just run with it, basically, you know, I, I definitely have to jump on that. So I produced and hosted a show called Style Tips for about a year, with that with that station and um, and that actually is what got me my traffic gig because I I did get to you know take advantage of their resources and I, I put together a demo uh, based on clips from the show and it was a lifestyle show basically just you know how to how to live a fabulous and stylish life and, and fashion you know home decor health and beauty uh, things like that and uh, you know I put together some clips of the show and sent it out to some of the networks and and uh, lo and behold uh, the CBS affiliate here called me back. Okay. All right. That's um that's hustling right there. That's, that's what you gotta do. I'm telling you, it's so funny. People think this business is you know, we, we, we're in a a reality television culture right now and people think it's easy to just kinda jump in front of that camera and make it happen and, and you, you gotta be willing to work, you know, you really gotta be willing to grind it out and, you know, do some stuff for no pay and and uh do a lot of things on your own, you know, try to try to create your own content and and, and get it out there, and, and it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You really you have to love it. You really have to love it. Definitely. And um, the the fact that you have that attitude is you you know you're going to take it to the level wherever you want to go because a lot of people, they sit around and they wait for somebody to knock on their door to come get them, you know, and they don't really take the active role in their career. Like, yeah, you're, you're very active in, in, in your, um, you know, taking your career to the next level, and that's what a lot of people don't do. Nope, they're waiting. They they think you know I'm cute. Somebody should yeah. discover me. You know what I mean? And that that just yeah. doesn't happen anymore. That just really doesn't happen anymore with the internet. And there's just so many people out there, you know, trying to do the same thing. And everybody's cute. Everybody's you know talented. So you have to really distinguish yourself from everybody else by by your work ethic. And that's that's how I look at it anyway. I'm like you know you might be cuter than me, but you're not gonna outwork me at the end of the day. Definitely. So um. With, with since she was uh, doing a show like Style Tips, um, do you have? Are you one of those females that have like a thousand pairs of shoes in a closet with a trillion outfits? I, I mean, not a not a thousand. I, I got a few. I, I definitely have a few. <laughs> I don't know what that is. There's a there's a there's a gene, you know, in in women that just is shoes. I I don't know what that is, but yeah, you know, I got a little shoe thing thing going. Um, <laughs> but it's not, it's not over the top though. It's not. I, I can't say it's over the. I think. I think once my budget expands, then you know it might get a little, a little out of control. But right now, it's, it's not too bad. Okay. Who well, are some of your favorite clothing designers? Or you, uh, you don't, you know, get into it that deep. <laughs> I don't do any um, kind of obvious design like I don't like logos and I don't really do too many things that that have logos on them but I I like Tracy Reese um I like Michael Kors um Ralph Lauren I mean that that whole kind of preppy chic that's kind of my personal style if I could Mm -hmm. dress like that every day you know I I, I probably would so you know I just like to kind of keep it classic I I don't I try not to get too trendy because you know I like to stretch my wardrobe as far as it can go and then you know if you buy in the, the latest whatever you know then it's and it's out next year and you just you're out money so i'm all about just you know fit you know i'm more more into how things fit you know how colors look on me than uh-huh. 
actual styles and things up. But I'm always looking for something on sale. That's pretty much the bottom line. I'm like the queen of the sale, the queen of the outlets, you know, and, and just, you know, what looks good and, and what fits well. Is, yeah, is what I mm-hmm. Okay. I think we got um, high tests in the building. Who's uh, 312? Who's there? Hi, yes, this is Latrice calling in from Chicago. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. What, uh, what's going on? Uh, I just wanted to call in. I was listening to the broadcast, and I heard Stephanie speaking, and just wanted to call in and say hi, Stephanie, and congratulations on all of your accomplishments, first off. Thank and you. Also, oh, no problem. I was reading some of your uh, your bio on your site, mm-hmm. on your website. And as I was reading through it, I just was almost jumping off the page myself, thinking how wonderful it is just to see another woman going for their goals. And But not only that, but actually bringing other people along through the process and helping other people along the way. I saw that you you have a lot of the same um, interests and goals and desires that I do, um, mainly in regards to, let's say, help people and specifically with youth. I used to work a lot um, as a therapist with with children and adolescents, and I'm almost done with my doctoral degree, but what I'm trying to do now is, as I was reading your, your bio, and I do share that same passion for fashion, of course, and definitely a good sale <laughs> is always great for me. Yeah. But I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that, and what I want to do is try to do do something a little more inspirational and take it to the public and the mainstream and trying to make different T-shirts and tops with inspirational words. I've been seeing a lot of youth, particularly young women, suffering from a lot of different things that we can't really go into right now. But right. Yeah, just it's it's really, really crazy, a lot of things going on, not even around this city, but just in general. Um, just in general. The images that they're being bombarded with are, are driving them crazy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly. such a shame. That that's wonderful that that you're doing that. Um, yeah, if you send me some email on the site, maybe we can you know get together and do something. I'm actually working right now with an organization called the uh, Girls Action Network, and I'm the I'm on their advisory board, and I am the director of their speakers bureau. And we're always looking for new speakers to add to you know kind of keep on our roles when things come up. And and it sounds like you'd be you'd be awesome. So I, I'd love to hear from you and continue, oh, you know, the conversation offline. Well, thank you. Yes, I would totally be interested in that. Um, but, yeah, again, I, I will certainly contact you and try to get together with you sooner than later and talk further. Thank you for that. Absolutely, absolutely. And that that's kind of the point. I was actually speaking to another uh, show yesterday, and I was telling uh, Leslie, it was uh, Women on the Move, you know, I'm not I love being in front of the camera, don't get me wrong, but I'm not doing this to be famous per se. I mean if if a, if if a paparazzi never took my picture, I'd be okay with that. You know, I'm really in the I'm really in the in the business of gaining influence so right. I can make some stuff happen. You know, cuz it's like, okay, yeah, Stephanie Humphrey, I can I can go and speak to some kids at a local Philadelphia high school and I can, you know, I can I can volunteer and I can be a big sister and I can do all these different things, but Stephanie Humphrey, and I'm using air quotes right now, can go around the country and, oh, by the way, holler at Microsoft and say, I'm stopping at this school. I want to take 10 computers with me. You know, Stephanie Humphrey, again, with the air quotes, has the influence to call up five celebrities and say, hey, I want to put on, you know, a, a charity basketball game or, or something like that. So I'm really trying to just, you know, build influence right now to to get stuff done in the community that I want to that I want to do and do it just on a way bigger level you know because I think that's that's what it takes and if I can combine you know be like to be on TV with 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 helping people it's just kind of a win-win for for everybody exactly you don't know how refreshing that is just to hear hear you say that <laughs> i'm trying to i really come from like a global perspective and try to teach people and even myself because i think that when we are teaching people we're actually learning more about ourselves in the process and so that's really what i'm trying to do like bridge those gaps um whether it's social cultural emotional whatever it is and just really see a community if that makes sense <laughs> makes perfect sense <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's we awesome. definitely... but please, 
Latrice, yeah, definitely send me send me email on the website and, and we'll we'll keep this conversation going. Okay, great. I sure will. And thanks thanks again for taking my, my question. Anytime. No problem at all. Anytime. All right. You guys have a great day. Thank you. You too. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, that's a very <laughs> that that was uh that's a very interesting topic in itself because I know you know Hakeem we got we still got Hakeem on the line and um we know that there's a uh that Chicago has a a really big issue with violence yeah, and, yeah. you know a lot a lot of the young people are out here um are killing themselves in Chicago and it's and it's gotten really bad so Hakeem you actually live in Chicago so. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what area you're from, Chicago you're from? Well, actually, I'm I'm from what has been deemed and painted as one of the craziest and roughest and most. Um, I, I would say we're kind of painted as like, we're like the the Bethlehem, I could say. Like, if if you ever read, like, the Bible and you heard about Jesus, they would say nothing's good comes out of Nazareth. So yeah. I'm from Inglewood, the south side of Chicago. Okay. And that kind of is like the, the the perception of that particular neighborhood. But I actually live near the West Loop, is which is more of a high fly downtownish, you know, more prestigious part of the the the, the city at this point okay. in time in my life. But I grew up, spent the majority of my life in that particular community. Okay. So when I see right. you know when I see the violence that takes place, I understand the underneath layers layer of situations that have taken place that causes, you know, some of the chaos that people um, exaggerate because mm-hmm. true, true indeed there is a lot of violence, but a lot of times people don't look for, like, what are the underlying issues that contributed to the violence, you know what I mean? Right. And they yeah. automatically kind of jump on those communities and those people and try to deem it specifically on minority groups, which uh-huh. technically are the, the majority if you really want to you know, we're we're the minority when it when it comes to um, the power and the leverage when it comes to finances, but we are the majority. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, um, I do. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, no, it's okay. Um, so Stephanie, like in a situation like that, when you have so much violence, and I know that you work with young young girls and everything, how how would you um you know go about uh you know like helping or you know do you think they should go about, you know, changing that situation with the violence and everything and over there? I, I mean, I just think more active involvement is needed. You know, if you have to leave community centers open until 11, and, and I know these things take money, so these are just kind of if, if I had a blank check kind of thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, leave community centers open until 11 p.m. You have to give people options, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to give them something to do. If, if you – leave school and and that's kind of it you're just on the block for the rest of the day that's that's trouble you know what i mean you're asking for trouble so you have to give people options you know job training anything you have to have people that are willing to get out there on the ground and and let people know that programs are available you know because a lot of times it's just like well nobody ever told me about that and and a lot of times some stuff is is hidden on purpose you know so you have to really have people that are, are willing to go out there into these communities, let people know what's going on. You know, you gotta you gotta get the parents involved any way you can. And and at the end of the day, though, it's it's a choice. So you have to you know do whatever it takes to get the information out there, and then hope that people you know take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, that's but true. But and that's just, and you have to have people constantly going back. You know, you can't you know do something big some big seminar once a year you know people those kids need to see you more often than once a year you know you have to make it consistent and and repetitive and you know you have to kind of make a commitment to a a certain group or a certain neighborhood or you know a certain group of kids and and follow up you know i mean follow up and follow through whether it's once a month or once a quarter you got to be a little more consistent than just you know swooping in with with your entourage and and saying stay in school, stay off drugs, and and then swoop them back out. You know, it's just that's yeah. that's not gonna get your message across. So you know, you know, programs need to be set up. You know, things need to be implemented that can be ongoing. So when you're not there, you know, you have folks that are still reinforcing your message, and and that's what it takes. It just takes that consistency. You know, but yeah. like I said, all of that stuff takes money. 
and then yeah, time, yeah. which which you know is in short supply these days. Yeah, wow. But it's not that difficult, you know what I mean? If everybody gave an hour, you know what I'm saying? Just just it, it just people just need to get involved. I think more than anything, it's like I think people assume the commitment is going to be too great. But it's it's not. It's really not. You know, an hour here, an hour there, go down and help some kids with their homework or or whatever. It's not gonna kill you. Yeah, definitely. I wish the show was longer, man, because I I definitely have a lot of things to talk about. But we're we're running out of time a little bit. And um, so how can people get in touch with you in case you know if they wanna you know hire you or you know, for, for, you know, a gig or if they want to, you know, just chop it up with you uh, like on Twitter or something. You have a Twitter or Facebook? You, you, me? You talking to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm at, I'm, I'm at Steph TV star on Twitter and um, Facebook is Stephanie T. Humphrey, I believe, or you can always just send me email uh, on my website is stephaniehumphrey.com. Okay. Cool. Definitely, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Um, that you gotta come. You definitely gotta come back, man, because this is definitely something. You know, um, we definitely got. We need to talk about. You know, the violence in the um, you know, black community and stuff like that. That's, you know, something that we really need to um, address. And you know, uh, especially you know, uh, in a you know, in a, a certain um, urban areas and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But I definitely appreciate you calling in and um, spending a little time with us. Thank you so much for having me. And, again, I apologize for calling it late. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. But, yeah, thanks again. And, uh, you know, anytime you you want me back on, call out your girl. All right. No problem. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, that was um, Stephanie Humphrey, who is a television personality, very smart, uh, beautiful woman, engineer. Um, we had a good conversation, so if you missed it, you know, you can always check us out at spateradio.com. And um, if you're just tuning in right now, uh, we got my boy Hakeem, who we was just talking about, um, Chicago and, the, you know, a lot of the violence that we see in New York. You know, they put it on the news like, you know, and, and they put it on the New York news like, oh, Chicago is, is is so, you know, this is what's going on over there, and it's so bad, and, and they have to call this, and they have, you know, so, you know, you actually live in there, you know, you actually see it. So um, are, what are people doing? Uh, is, you know, like you were saying, it's not it actually as bad as people say it is, right? Right. I mean, it true indeed. There There's violence, and there's a lot of, of stuff going on that, that – I cannot, you know, I cannot like say that there, there, there isn't a lot of bad stuff going on. But as you have violence in Chicago, as you have violence in New York, as you have violence in California and, uh, and throughout the actual globe, you know, because you have people overseas who have bombs and things blowing up around them on a regular basis. So and we're in a war. <laughs> so like that's an everyday for them is you know something blowing up by your house compared to. Yeah. I might be, you know, for us, it's, you know, a possibility of a, of a gunshot. But what what tends to happen, I think, in Chicago, the difference between us and where we can need to learn from New York is that you guys have, although I know you guys still have things you guys are dealing with, you know, I know that you guys have more unity as far as, like, uh, cultures, like a lot uh-huh. of the different kind of live, kind of migrate, and they, they live to, amongst each other. And yeah. we we still have like that um that I guess you could say that title of privilege where there are those individuals who have a, have been born into the color of privilege and then there are those people who be it class or color or whatever whatever finances whatever the situation may be they're not considered to be you know of value to to yeah. to the masses or to those the powers that be um in Chicago so what happens is when something happens in Chicago they only highlight the negative in the certain neighborhoods, but if it's a nicer area, to, so they won't devalue the 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 community and the property value and things like that. They keep it under the rug, and then when you watch the news, it's like, oh well, that doesn't happen in our neighborhood. That's something new. We're we're shocked and surprised, and that and that's not the case. I was actually living where um 
near where um, Obama um, is actually from, which is uh, I was in Hyde Park proper, as they call it. And um, we actually, my wife and myself, had an incident where someone, two white males, young guys, broke, tried to break into our household. You know, this okay. is a well-known community, you know, and a big time, you know, considered to be like high flight, you know, very nice, the place you want to raise your kids. And people continue to blame, like, they say that it's it's the Section 8 people or, or it's this group of people that's causing the chaos, but they forget that, you know, crooks come in all shapes, size, colors, and designs. Yeah. You know, and so do, so does the issues. But, yeah, we do have problems in Chicago. We have, like like Stephanie was saying, we, we lack resources and we lack opportunities and we lack, we lack information. So, like, a lot, of, a lot of situations are a lack of information. A lot of situations are lack of resources. And a lot of situations are due to a lack of options for people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Wow. Wow, man. Um, how? Cause I, I actually saw the um, uh, Trey Songs had performed out there in Chicago to a record. I think it was three hundred thousand people came out. I don't know yeah, if you heard taste, about that. Taste of Chicago. Yeah, and they had to stop it, right? Yeah, and they stopped it. And he had to walk through the streets in order to get to his hotel because they wouldn't let his car. They wouldn't let his car leave. So when he was walking through the streets, they had. And, like, hundreds of people was walking with him, like, down the street to his hotel. It was, like, screaming and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) What happened? No, I was saying, I I thought you, I thought I cut you off. I was saying, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I I was pretty, I was pretty much done. (laughs) No, but, yeah, that's true. Like, the, the taste of Chicago there is a, is, like, the big event in Chicago. And people come from around the world to eat, you know, food from all these different types of restaurants who come together, and you can, you know, get a chance to taste. I guess that's the idea, to taste different types of food from different places. So people come from around the world to come to to this event. It's like the big money maker in in downtown Chicago, which is a, a real nice, considered to be a real nice high flight part of the city. And it's designed actually to to cater to. Um, those who actually uh, come in, those who are uh, vacation tourists. I mean, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's uh-huh. catering to tourists. And so, uh-huh. um, similar to like the like when Drake came to New York and they had to shut everything down, it's it's pretty much the same thing. Like what happened in New York, like you know, a lot of people got excited, you know, in the typical, you know, ignorance that occurs when, when certain people get, come together, you know stuff happen, you know, because everybody doesn't come to a play, a big public place like that with the intention of doing something positive, no matter where yeah. you go. And that was yeah. just another example of that is, is you, know, a, you know, a lot of people came together and some people came with negative intentions, and so they, they tore the place up. And, and so now with, uh, due to the negligence of our mayor, which is Daly, which, of course, you guys know a lot about having corrupt. Uh, mayors in your city. Absolutely, most definitely. You know, with yeah. Giuliani. So, I mean, <laughs> had this guy in the office since 80-something. I mean, his family has, like, they're like a dynasty, man, and they pretty much run this city, I mean, yeah. to, to, to be real with you. And and they have, they have the movers and the shakers, and no one will vote this guy out. And he continues to do what he wants to do, and people allow, you know, him to do what it is he wants wants to do, and and he's he's um, cut off um, police officers. We have a, a um, less police officers um, available and actually working because they they've minimized them. They've cut off a lot of city workers, and you know we lost we've lost a lot of jobs. And you know when you lose wow. jobs, when people can't take care of their families, you know mm-hmm. when stuff like that begins to happen and the opportunities are cut down, you know that's just you know, it adds insult to entry, and it's it's just like a formula for disaster just waiting. To, it's like disaster waiting to happen, basically. And yeah. that's what happened in Chicago, like like New York, man. It's a lot of frustrated people that don't have the opportunities. I remember we were in New York recently, and um, the tour guy was talking about you know how you know they don't live in Manhattan. How like a lot of you guys don't you work 
we might work in Manhattan in some of these higher flight areas of New York, but that's that's where you come to get money. That's not where you live. Yeah. You know? And that's kinda of, that's pretty much what downtown is for us. Uh wow. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's um it's 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 really messed up that um you know, all of those different things are, are going on and you know, like you said, there's they don't have someone that's you know, to, to make sure that this guy gets out, man. You know, it's yeah. a, it's up to the to voters. The the people got to go in there and they got to, you know, get these guys out of there and get some people in there that's actually going to make some big changes because some, some big changes definitely have to be made, you know. Exactly. And I, I think too much, a lot of people put too too much responsibility on, on the president and they kind of, yeah. like, expect uh, the president to do with, a lot of people don't know it's not really in his job description as a president. And I think we have to get back to, like, what, what the generations before our times used to do, where they have, they used to say a village, one village raising a child, you know, raising a people, raising a child, you know, and the village has to go back to raising the people. That's that's what's going to happen because at the end of the day, if we don't step in, and like, like Stephanie was saying and like you were saying, if we don't begin to be active, and helping out at, at whatever capacity that we can, and, and to use our leverage and influence uh, to the to the to the best that we can, then then all you know, we're, we can expect stuff to continue to happen, and we can either be continue to stay on the sidelines and watch stuff happen, or we can you know get involved in the war, and, yeah. and you know and take care of stuff you know, because yeah. it's a war going on. It's not just overseas. It's a war in New York. It's a war in California. It's mm-hmm. a war in Chicago. It's a war in the United States. And yeah. I, yeah, and we need soldiers out here, like Nah said in the song. We Like yeah. Pac said in the old song, we need more soldiers <laughs> out here. You know? Yeah, that's 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 true, man. And um, I, like I said, I wish our show was longer, but we're definitely running out of time, man. It was definitely, I thank um, Stephanie for calling in. Stephanie Humphrey, and um, I definitely thank you, man, for for telling us about, you know, what's going on out there in Chicago. And to everybody listening, we're here every Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. You know, we're only here for an hour, sorry. You know, um, I I wish, you know, we could just talk about this a little longer, but, um, you know, what what it got me thinking about is that um, maybe we should get some – I've never had uh, someone from the – from uh, like a politician on the show, so um, I'm gonna work on that. Getting some politicians on the show and really um, talking um, <clears throat> about what's going on in these different cities and you know how they're. Uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm see if I can get the police um, uh, uh, commissioner, the New York police commissioner, on the line and um, you know and see if, you know if he has any suggestions about you know what uh, the crime rate and how they're you know decreasing the crime rate here and how they could do it in Chicago. So, you know, uh, I'm going to work on that. And um, thanks, everybody, for calling in to SpateRadio.com. We will be here again next week with DeVille, reggae reggae artist. He has a, a hot song out right now called Wine, um, Wine, Wine, You Are Wine. And um, it's, it's a hot record. It's, um, so he's going to be on the show next week. And then after the week after that, we have I-20 of Disturbing the Peace. So, um, and then uh, after that, no, <laughs> no but um, keep tuning in, people. Um, yo, we out of here. Hakeem, man, thanks for calling in, man. We appreciate it. Uh, no doubt. Sorry for being, going on and on. <laughs> nah, no problem, man. We out of here, man. Peace.